Hi friend, happy mid-January. Are you freezing? It is like negative two today in Indiana. And so I don't know where you are, but I hope it's a little bit warmer, but I still love January regardless of the cold freezing temps. And I'm curious, how is it going with your 2024 goals and intentions? What area of wellness are you actually pursuing peace and shalom in for the new year? For most people, it actually tends to be physical. And this year, I really do fall into that category of people, but probably not in the way that you think. Today, I'm going to get real vulnerable again and share one of my weaknesses. And, but I'm also going to share a tool to pursue peace in this physical wellness area. So I'm going to share a few tools and I have a feeling that this is for someone listening and I'm not just sharing it for my own sake, but I really believe this is for someone and this main tool we will discuss can be used for anything and it should be. All right, warrior, are you ready for battle? Let's go. One word people have used to describe me most of my life is emotional. That isn't a stretch because yes, I am a female, (laughs) but when I was described as being so emotional, so moody, especially as a teenager and in young adulthood when puberty hormones were just strong and I just accepted it as me, that I was just going to be extra emotional. And let's not mention how I was practically giving myself whiplash once a month because of these said emotions. This continued for years and not where I'm impossible to live with, but just, I used it as a crutch month after month. Oh, I'm getting my period. Uh, or, oh, that's why that happened. Sorry. It's my period. Sorry. It's that week, but something changed all of that this year. And I can finally say I am over those PMS symptoms. I started taking intuitive nutrition that is hormone and soy isoflavone free to find balance and empower my hormones naturally. It's patent pending unlike anything else. And instead of interfering with natural hormone balance, the menstrual and menopausal formulas deliver key nutrients and potent botanicals to support the female body in every phase and every cycle. Hormones are chemical messengers telling your body vital information. If you have heavy periods, cramping, mood swings, low libido, bloating, hot flashes, night sweats, brain fog, acne, and more, your messengers might need additional support so you can feel your best. Andrea says, because I'm feeling my best, I'm also mommy my best now. Michelle says, now all my days are good days. I don't need to blame my hormones anymore. It's just me. Take the fun quiz in the show notes to see if your hormones are telling you that they really need to be balanced. Also, you can find a ton more information at the link in the show notes. Hey mama, are you stressed by the lack of time in the day to do all the things? Are you feeling disconnected from God, your husband, and even your kids because patience and presence seem out of reach? Do you want a healthier body, mind, spirit, and home, but overwhelmed in where to start? Hey, I'm Shan Wright, daughter of the king, wife, mom to four, RN, wellness coach, and I know very well what it feels like to want to live well, but about to lose it with my very blessed full life. 
After realizing I can't pour from an empty cup, I tracked my way to whole body wellness and so much peace. If you are ready to cancel the stressed out life, learn tactical, intentional strategies as a mom wearing many hats, find more peace, confidence, and joy raising kingdom kids, then listen in. Come on, mama, together we got this. Really, God's got this. So go heat up that coffee again and turn your listening ears on. Let's chat. Okay, so Brene Brown says you can't get to courage without walking through vulnerability. So here we go today, another vulnerable episode for me for the sake of connection and for the sake of showing you how to walk in courage. And so I heard this sermon message summer 2022, and it has deeply affected me since. And do you know when the Lord convicts you and reveals something, it's because he wants to heal it. He reveals what he heals. And so he revealed to me that I had a tendency to fall into this easily and have many times fallen into it in the past. So when I recently fell back into it, it was like an alarm went off. It all started with a poverty mindset that I had down to my core. I don't like to waste time, moments, or food. And I got free from the spirit of deprivation in 2023. So now God revealed this little part of it that I was not free from, which is gluttony. This is Satan's favorite sin. This is what Pastor Mike Todd says. And he said this in this message that I heard summer 2022, cuff to cake. And he said, it is Satan's favorite sin because it is so subtle. You know, he is called the deceiver. He likes to subtly deceive us. He is a liar down to, that is what he is. He is a liar. So he defines it, Pastor Mike Todd defines it as one bite over. And so gluttony is usually satisfying an emotional need with a physical taste. It is limitless appetite, overindulgence, a choice of control and comfort through food, which equals an idol. So we might not think that when we read it in the Bible that we automatically are gluttonous, but when it's defined as that one bite over or you are satisfying some sort of emotional need with physical taste, you're using it as an idol and putting it above God. So food is good, but it just can't, be God in any sort of way, in any sort of fashion, that would make it an idol. And gluttony is idolatry. And 1 Corinthians 10 31 puts it simply, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. I love this verse because he, he knows we are so, Paul knows we are so concerned with what we eat and drink and do. Yeah, we make it seem like we're really concerned with our job and what we do throughout the day, but you know eating and drinking is way is also really really important to us. That's why he puts it up before that. Whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Well, how do you do that? You make sure that it's not an idol. You make sure that it is your whole life is glorifying God whether you are eating or drinking or doing, right? So what do you do when you notice an idol? You got to throw it out. You got to get rid of it. 
And so for me, when I realized this, it meant to me and what God revealed to me was that I had to fast. And, you know, what What do you do? You flee from evil and you take action. When you repent from something, you turn the other way and go that direction. And so I have joined in with a group, a community of like-minded women and we are doing a program called Fast and Feast. And I'm super excited about it. And we're only one weekend, so there is still time to join us in this. Um, because of the way the program's laid out, I promise you, you can just jump in here. Honestly, you will be just fine. So if you want more information on this, if this anything of this episode resonates with you and you're thinking you would love to join or at least learn more about it, you can email me at hello at encouragewellnessright.com. That's right with the W. And you can just do that for more information and we'll go from there. So that's hard, right? Fasting is hard. <laughs> Fasting from anything is hard, whether it's whatever kind of idol you have in your life, when you're fasting from it, it is hard because it is what your flesh wants. It is what your, you know, your flesh and your spirit oppose each other. It is what your flesh wants, but not what your spirit needs. And it takes a mindset. It takes a mindset to accept God's grace and that his blood that has victory over everything that he poured out, his grace he poured out on the cross, it has victory over everything and it takes a mindset to really believe that. And it is definitely Satan's favorite sin. You know, it started right there in the garden. And where does all sin start? It starts in the mind. It starts with our thoughts. So today I want to share with you the tool the tool that is going to help renew your mind from any sin that you're struggling with, with any conviction you're struggling with, with every, any new way you're trying to go, this tool is going to help you because we have to change our mind. We have to renew our mind. And so what is my favorite tool? I have talked about this in the past. I've talked about it on episode 10, the best hack to change your life. And this is belief cards. This is what I call them, belief cards. So the point of this episode is not to convict you of gluttony. If you feel a little nudge, then go listen to Cup to Cake and see what God tells you and reveals to you. And remember what he reveals he wants to heal. But no matter what your idol is, you can use belief cards as a tool to break through. And so I want to share with you my belief cards for gluttony. And if any of these resonate, this might be something that you want to further go into prayer about. So whenever we put something before God, it's an idol, right? And idolatry is a sin. We've already talked about this. So what you can do with a belief card is you put the lie and then you put the truth. And what you do is you read the truth out loud twice a day at least to change your beliefs because we can't just tell our brain think something think something different we actually have to tell our brain what to think and the way to do that is through our mouth because if we just it's like a soundtrack right going around and around like a record i don't know if 
you all remember records, but like a record going around and around. You can't just say skip to a new track, a better track. You actually have to move, pick up and move that needle. And so you have to do this. It's takes work. It's not something you, again, you can just tell your brain to do. Okay. So we're going to write the lie down. We're going to recognize the lie and recognize this subtle, yep, this subtle little deceiving thought that comes in our head, but actually has profound impact. We're going to recognize that lie and we're going to cancel it and we're going to write the truth down and then we're going to repeat the truth. Got it? Okay. So here are our belief cards for gluttony. A lot of times we say this, that food is comfort. That might be a belief that you have. Food is comfort. When the truth is, Holy Spirit is comforter. He is the comforter. John 14, 26, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and will remind you everything I have told you. So the Holy Spirit is comforter, not not food. Food is peace. When the truth is, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Isaiah 9, 6, Jesus is Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Food does not give peace. Jesus does. Food is love. I love food. We say it all the time, right? We're foodie. I love food. Do you call yourself a disciple, a Jesus follower? Or is it more defined as I'm a foodie? So the truth is, God is love. And we can say I love food in that superficial word, uh, meaning of the word love. But if your actions show that you love food more than God, that's what we're getting at here, right? So First John four sixteen, I know how much God loves me and I have not put my trust in his love. God is love and all who live in love live in God and God lives in them. Food is enjoyment. Which is true. We do find enjoyment in food. We do find delight in food. But again, when that enjoyment overrides your enjoyment that you have in God, that's an idol. So the Lord is fun and delight. That's the truth on the belief card. The Lord is fun and a delight. Psalms 37, 4, take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. What does food give you? Does food give you your heart's desires? Does food give you good things in return? Sometimes not. Sometimes it gives you extra fat, extra weight, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach. It doesn't give you enjoyment or your heart's desire initially, right? Food is safety. The Lord is safety. He is the strong tower. Proverbs 18.10, the name of the Lord is a strong fortress. The godly run to him and are safe. And this, you know, it gets deep, right? Sometimes food is the only thing that's been there. Food is the only one that has felt safe. You know, the pantry is open when people don't seem to be keeping you safe. So it, you know, you got to work through that because the Lord is your safe and strong tower. Food is a friend, same lines along the same lines, right? That food is, um, comforter. He's food is, your friend that's always there doesn't let you down. But the truth is, Jesus is your friend. John 15, 15. I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. Now you are my friend since I have told you everything the father told me. Jesus is your friend and a much better friend than food. 
and food is trustworthy. It's always there. Again, this actually came from a fourth grader at church and she told me this definition and um, that she believed food is trustworthy. When the truth is God is trustworthy. Psalms 62, eight, oh, my people trust in him at all times, pour out your heart to him for God is our refuge. And then food is my main need. We think that a lot, right? Like I need food and water. I need it. I can't, there's no way I can possibly fast because I need food. The truth is Jesus is the main need for life. I am the bread of life. John 6, 48. I am the bread of life. Deuteronomy 8, 3. He humbled you by letting you go hungry and then feeding you with manna, a food previously unknown to you and your ancestors. He did it to teach you that people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. He will provide your every need, just like he did to the Israelites in the desert. He knows what you need. And when you humble yourself and recognize that food is not your main need, but Jesus is, and he is the sustainer, he will bless that. Okay. So the other point of this episode, the other main point, those are my belief cards. I, if you want to steal any of them, please jot them down. Um, but again, you can see how they can be used for anything, any sin, right? We've talked about this on that episode 10. So go back and listen to that as well. And I share other examples on that episode. But you, when you really get to the lie, it's very easy to come up with the truth, okay? So the other point of this episode is accountability. Because I shared last year, 2023, and I did not have a podcast then, but I was online sharing Facebook lives, Instagram lives, all over, that I was pursuing financial wellness. That was my wellness area that I really need to focus on. So this year, I am sharing... I'm pursuing physical wellness, and no, I don't believe it's going to take me an entire year. I am doing this seven-week program, and I believe I will be free after that, but I'm sharing it with you for that extra dose of accountability because I am not just, I'm not trying to lose some weight. It's not a physical wellness goal of 10 pounds, just say, or I'm, um, I'm not doing it to even gain muscle or to look better in a, in a bathing suit in spring. I'm not doing it for those reasons. I'm literally doing it to break hold of this gluttony that has a hold on me. So I am sharing it with you for that extra dose of accountability. And that's what I want you to do too. I'm doing that as an example because we need accountability. So what wellness area are you pursuing peace in, shalom in, And it might be this. And like I said, you can take these belief cards, write them down. And you can come show us these belief cards in the Facebook group. No matter what you write on them, come show us in the Facebook group at bit.ly forward slash holistic hacks. And the link is in the show notes, but that is the link. Go ahead, pop that in and head over to that Facebook group. Join us. But we are human beings constantly on a sanctification journey and pressing towards the goal. We have a goal. We have the big goal in mind, right? 
So each year we need to think about what area am I being sanctified in for right now? And right now in this season today, what am I doing to pursue that big goal? What's the little goal that I'm pursuing? And what does God want me to pursue for 2024? So you might have written some goals down already. You might have, you know, had intentions and goals that you've already marked out for the year. We've already had episodes on that and you may have done that. But again, think of it as um, first you're going to choose that wellness area and then the, the goals that you have, they fall into those categories. So here again are the eight wellness areas that I like mental, emotional, social, spiritual, which I think all of it is spiritual, physical, financial, occupational, and environmental. So which one will be your focus? So like I said, with gluttony, that is my focus, and it's not only physical. It is mental, emotional, definitely mainly spiritual, and it's even social. And actually, that's a big one for me, and it will be a big one for me because I love to have fun, and I love to have fun with food. So how can I celebrate relationships with the focus being on the relationship and not the food and drink? And this is partly how subtly it slips in and becomes a sin. This is what happened this summer for me. It was so subtle, but I was celebrating so many things. I was having so much fun, having so many social events, and before I knew it, I fell into it. Okay, and so with with wellness, shalom in your whole person, holistic person, it doesn't just happen, right? It's not a default. You have to pursue, create a plan, set the goals, choose the area, and then set the goals for that area. And so this is where I come in. You can actually book me for a free 10-minute wellness chat to determine your area of focus. And I will help you figure out, like for me, again, the gluttony covers a variety of areas. So I will help you focus on because that might seem too big and I will help break it down for you. You can book me at theshanwright at youcanbook.me. So write with a W. And again, that's theshanwright at youcanbook.me. And if you want me to help you with the whole process of breaking down your goals and achievable action steps to them, setting up your wellness tracker, the belief cards and accountability to do it all and succeed, then you can actually book me for a one hour coaching session to do all of that. My wellness accountability coaching is ready to go and we'll first do the free 10 minute session and then we'll go from there. So you literally have nothing to lose. You could jump into the one hour coaching or you can just stick with the 10 minutes. We will decide, go to the You Can Book Me link and book me for that today because like I said, got nothing to lose, it's free. Okay, and my word of the year, vision, and one of my vision goals for 2024 is to be a disciple and raise disciples. Well, what does a disciple do? They are disciplined. They are the fruit of the teacher. And what are the fruits? (laughs) The fruits of the spirit. Well, the last one, which is the one that always gets me, is self-control. And without self-control and food, 
in our body, the vehicle God gave you to do his work. This is the vehicle, your body, that God gave you to do his good work. When my body doesn't feel good to do the work he planned for me, then I don't do good work, right? My body doesn't feel good. My vehicle is tainted. It's messed up. It's not working properly. Okay, so it all goes back. We have these we have these big words of the year and where do they play into everything? Well, that's where it plays into gluttony for me and why this little goal is so important to get right at the start of the year. And I, I just want to really encourage you to do the same. If any of this convicts you, if anything that you've heard um, inspires you to really focus on what little goals and intentions fall underneath your big goal and intention, then do it. Go after it. The three um, takeaways that the pastor, Pastor Mike Todd, said in his message, Cuff to Cake, was that you recognize that gluttony is a sin. So you do that. And again, belief cards are the way that we do it. We recognize the lie. Recognize it as sin, recognize the lie, and then change it to truth. And then you say no to temptation because it is something that you can fall into. So for me, I'm going to fast food. And you kill the beast of feast with fast. That is his line, which I loved. You kill the beast of feast with fast. And so if this is something that you struggle with, then, you know, we can go fast together and then you do something. So flee evil and it would flee from you. So you do something and we're going to do it. So humble yourself before God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. James four, seven. Okay, friends, if any of this was convicting or moved you, connected to you, then that was the goal. That's why I came on here and shared all this vulnerable information. So I really hope it inspired you to take courage. And until next time, may the God of peace sanctify you through and through. May your whole mind, spirit, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful. He will do it. 1 Thessalonians 5, 23 to 24. Shalom, shalom. Hey, Mamas Warrior. I pray that blessed you. And if so, it would bless me big if you would write a five-star review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Not only would this make me super happy, but it will allow for others to find this show too. Also, I love to chat over on Instagram, so make sure to take a screenshot, share to your Instagram stories, and tag me at the Shan Wright so I can see it and we can keep chatting and bring other moms to chat with us. Until we get to chat again, mama friend, may the Lord's face shine upon you and give you peace.